What's up, everybody? It's the Sleepless Bandit Podcast. And we're about to spice up your night. So sit back, relax, and let's get this party started. Hey, Julian, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Let's take it away, baby. Let's go. What's up, everybody? It is Sleepless Bandits Podcast, Episode 3, and I hope you enjoyed our new intro, and we are here bringing you some awesome information with a special guest tonight. I am here with my fellow host, and he is... Julian Gallo. How's it going, guys? Yes, not to mention, we have a special guest, Madeline Hubs. Hi, everyone. My name is Madeline. <laughs> What's up, Madeline? Oh, goodness, what's Madeline? up? <laughs> and, guys... We are here. We're going to talk to you all about Madeline and tell you where we know her, how we know her, everything about her, and some cool information that you guys might learn and get ready to start the show off to a great start. All right. So how's it going, Madeline? Enjoying? Tell us about you. Tell us about you. Yeah, I would love to. So um, I am 20 years old. I'm currently a third year at Maryville University in St. Louis. I'm studying psychology with a minor in education, and I'm in my university's direct admission admission program for occupational therapy. So basically, I want to be able to help kids uh, or adults with their everyday life activities. And basically, uh, how I got into that was I was born without my left arm and had OT as a kid and immediately fell in love. Outside of school, I work as a residential assistant, and in my free time, I love to weightlift, spend time with my family and friends. And yeah, that's a little bit about me. <laughs> Awesome. That sounds intriguing. When you mention OT, what, what is that? Yes. So occupational therapist, um, basically, I'm trying to think of the best way to describe this, but you help people with their occupations or everyday activities. So let's say if someone was um, had a stroke and they lost movement on their right side of their body, you would teach them how to do everyday activities like tying shoes, how to braid their hair or put their hair up, how to brush their teeth and teach them how to be able to do that so they can um, have meaningful occupations and meaningful value out of the activities that they do with their everyday life. <laughs> that is sounds like the simple things that you're trying to rejuvenate in their lives. Yes, yeah, definitely. I it's, it's just fascinating how much the little things can have so much meaning and value and, and carry meaning with people. Yeah, that's that's pretty awesome. I mean, so guys, here you know, you learned a little bit about her, so it's going to be a pretty cool episode, you know. All right, uh, Madeline, why don't you tell us some of your top accomplishments that you've gotten through in life? Yes, I would love to. Oh, goodness. I don't even know like where to begin with this because there's just so many amazing things <laughs> that have happened in my life. But I guess like top three, I would have to say that last uh, year I was nominated as one of the national patient ambassadors for Shriners Hospitals for Children. And so basically with this, I was a spokesperson for Shriners Hospitals and I got to travel and speak on the behalf of the hospital system and be able to share my story about having one arm and having a limb difference and be able to educate people about the amazing things that the hospital system has done for me, like uh, have prosthetics and occupational therapy growing up and just different things like that. And I even got to ride in the Rose Parade um, with the hospital, which was um, an incredible once in a lifetime (laughs) opportunity. And then second, I probably have to say just my um, college experience in general. I have worked really hard to be at the point that I am today. I'm a residential assistant. I love working in the dorms. Um, I also have several leader, leadership positions on campus, specifically with our disability advocacy groups and just different clubs on campus that uh, that uh, I am, am involved in. And I have to say, lastly, this is, this is probably uh, really silly, but my... Um, senior year of high school I swam all four years and I uh, was really determined to make conference or make the top 16 individuals in my swim group so I swam on an able-bodied team like everyone else and everyone else had two arms basically and I was actually able I was able to make conference not only my junior year but also my senior year and place 12th overall so everyone in the conference, like 34 girls, I placed 12th, and the 100-meter butterfly was my stroke. So I have to say that was a once-in-a-lifetime pretty amazing accomplishment for me that I was proud of. Congratulations. <laughs> that sounds awesome. That's pretty insane. So you said you mentioned swimming, right? 
Yes. All right. Why don't you explain to people out there how swimming was? Because that sounds pretty sweet that you were able to swim competitively in high school. That's pretty awesome. I played tennis in high school for a few years. I loved it. Now, you know, explain a little bit about swimming. Yes. So when I was younger, I got really involved uh, with swimming lessons and things like that because a fun fact about those when you're missing a limb is that your body overheats as if you have all four limbs. So playing other sports like tennis or um, I danced for a little bit, my body would get overheated and I would have to take breaks. However, with swimming, your body's in the water, so it's cooling. And I immediately fell in love with it as a kid and I never really tried it competitively. However, when I was in seventh grade, there was a local disability team in our area that um, I got the chance to go and try out for their swim team, immediately fell in love with it. In the beginning, I did freestyle and backstroke, and as I progressed into high school, I started swimming butterfly. And I know a lot of people ask, like, oh, how do you swim with one arm? Is that hard? <laughs> and I actually just kick harder with my left leg, so the leg that... Uh, where my arm is missing and I'm basically I'm able to keep myself balanced and I trained like everyone else I swam all four years on my high school team I even played water polo as well and then um, I also joined several club teams and still participated on my disability swim team a lot as well and then I kind of left it at high school with swimming however I still like to do it in my free time today that's amazing I I'm <laughs> impressed well done I yeah. can't believe that. I, I just, um, how often do you come across people that are in the same boat as you, you know? Because I, from your standpoint, I'm just curious how you're able to overcome some such adversity in your life, not just physically, but mentally, because it's pretty difficult to do things with one arm and missing a limb, et cetera, and other people possibly judging you differently, even though you yourself would say, hey, it's not about that, you know, it's about my own life and where I want to go just push all the nonsense to the side and just keep your head up and, and thank God for your life. Yeah, definitely. For sure. I would have to say that my family like had a major impact. They were always um, looking for ways that I could be surrounded by others who had a limb difference or had a disability. And they were always there to advocate or advocate for me if I um, needed something in school or just things like that. And from an early age, I actually got involved with a um, camp through Shriners Hospitals for Children called Hand Camp, and that's where I met a core group of individuals who were limb different. And from Hand Camp, I maintained those connections throughout the years, and I'm still friends with those people to today. And I also just made friends through Shriners Hospitals Patient Ambassador Program, and got to connect uh, with other people who were limb different that way. And I I just tried to seek out people who are um, different and learn about their differences, and just try to absorb and um, learn from them and try to become a better person <laughs> from from people who are like me. And I've also gotten the opportunity to volunteer at several limb different camps as well with younger kids, which is it's just really cool to it's a full circle experience, I guess you could say. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's awesome. I mean, wow, sounds amazing. And everything you're given, you know, it's just so much knowledge and positivity. It's, you know, it's pretty amazing. And uh, we just love to see how positive and accomplishments that you've reached and all right so we want you to explain to the world how you know you met Julian and I and I mean it's pretty crazy to think uh yes. you know that uh we would have met this way out of you know everything and people might say you know it's crazy but you know you can find friends anywhere so go ahead and uh uh tell the world a little bit about uh your uh gaming life Yes. So I guess you could say just flat out, we met on a game. It's on a mobile app called Clash of Clans. And I I guess you could say I'm an OG player. <laughs> I played I played when I was 12 years old. But it, it's something that's really cool about gaming is that it can be accessible in different formats. For me, um, playing a game on the Xbox is not exactly the most accessible, but a mobile app game that's on my phone or iPad is really accessible. So yes, we met on Clash of Clans and I do think it's kind of uh, crazy <laughs> and really out there that we did meet that way. But hey, I think it's cool and it's really awesome that a game allows you to make connections with people that are literally all around the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Where, where exactly uh, are you in? Oh, where am I from? Are you talking about yeah. like, where I'm from? I'm yeah. from St. Louis, Missouri. Yeah, so she's are... <laughs> doing it in Missouri and we're all the way over here in Florida. 
all at the same time doing this. So, you know, thank you to technology. And, I mean, it's pretty impressive. And a lot of people that are watching, actually nobody's seen this video, but I've seen it. But I want you to tell and explain to people how you drive because, to me, that was insane. When you sent me that video, I was like, wow. Like, that's like I don't think I would do that. Like, I have trouble driving with one arm when I'm trying to turn. I have to have two hands on a wheel. Like, and you you were texting that you were driving in the snow. And I was like, wow. Like, I can barely drive <laughs> on the normal the street with one arm. And she's driving in the snow. So, you know, go ahead and explain a little bit. Because that's, like, awesome. I really think that's, like, such a cool thing. Yeah, so it's, it's always difficult to explain such like, uh, like easy things in life, but I'm going to try. <laughs> so basically, uh, so I am missing my left arm. So what I try to do on the steering wheel is um, hold the left side of the steering wheel just to have a little bit more control when I'm driving. Now, when I first started off, I used a ball on my steering wheel to help with turns. Um, but basically, I just kind of rotate my wrist around um, the steering wheel when I'm turning and I use like the tips of my fingers to be able to flick the blinkers on and off. There is a video, I have a YouTube channel, if you look up like um, how I drive with one arm, there's a video there. I explained it a lot, a, a lot more clear in that video, but basically it's just um, applying pressure around the steering wheel to be able to drive and always keeping my hand on the left side so I can easily access the blinkers and it, it did take me a while and I was not the best <laughs> the not the best driver you can ask my parents it took a lot of uh, practice and me gaining up the courage to uh, be able to drive but luckily I'm so grateful that I had a mom that would uh, be able to walk me through how I drive and things like that <laughs> awesome yeah. that's impressive yeah, <laughs> that we live it. here in Florida and there's accidents all the time and I'm sure 100% that you are a better driver than the majority of the idiots around here. People get into accidents. People are road rage. It's just insane. It's a madhouse over here. And luckily, Connor lives in Orlando. It's a little different. It's a tad bit different. But I live in South Florida, and we're just full of congestion and everything. Luckily, there's snow, snow. I can't believe how you drive with snow. Oh, my Lord. I haven't driven in snow. I haven't even seen snow yet. I, I just can't yeah. imagine what people would be acting like with snow over here. Yeah, I, I've seen I snow, but I've never uh, driven in it. Only only my dad has, but I mean, like, it's slippery when you're trying to walk on it. So, I mean, only imagining a car, that would be pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, so, wait, I, what tips do you have driving in the snow? Oh, I would just have to say that I probably said it was snowing. It was probably flurrying. I try to avoid it <laughs> when it is snowing or make my dad or my brother drive. But just be slow, be cautious, um, clean off your car. That's always a, <laughs> that's the positive thing around here is make sure it's, it's actually like six degrees outside this weekend. It's freezing. And then we had snow on top of it. Wow. Um, that's crazy. I, We're still in like have, the nineties over here. <laughs> oh my goodness. I, I wish, but yeah, I have to say that I don't know if I can give any tips because, um, uh, at best is, uh, that's where I stop <laughs> when the road would get bad. <laughs> uh. <laughs> So uh, how long did it take you to drive? Like, did it take you a, a longer process than what you would say normally? I, I, it took me, like, a little less than a year to figure out how to drive. Yeah, I, I started driving as soon as I got my permit. So I guess at 15. So it took me about a year, and I took the test the day after my birthday. Um, so it took me the normal time period. It was just a lot of practicing and make sure, making sure that I knew what I was doing before I um, actually got on the road. I know that I drove around an empty church parking lot <laughs> um, to be able to build up that courage, like I was saying, to drive because it did scare me in the beginning. I was like, "This, I'm operating a motor motor vehicle. I have one arm. Um, I don't want to uh, move my hand at the wrong spot and not be able to make it around a turn just because I don't have that safety mechanism, like another arm to be able to to stop the steering wheel if I happen to jerk it too far or just different things like that." So. It, it did take me the normal amount of time, but I just had a really patient mom, and we actually hired like a driving instructor the, uh, the like the week before I took my test, just to make sure that I was doing everything correctly with one arm. And then I guess you could say a little funny story is that when I went to take my driving test, my like, driver instructor person actually had no idea that I had one arm, and <laughs> it was the absolute end of the test. And he was like, "Ma'am, I need you to pull over." And he's like, what's wrong with your left arm that you're not using it? And oh, my gosh. He, <laughs> yeah, he had no idea. 
Um, and he noticed that my blue shoes had like matched my blue car that day, but like had no idea that I had one arm. So I might have just passed my driver's test because <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, he, he felt bad. <laughs> he felt bad for sure. But it was just funny that he had no idea that I had one arm and he's supposed to be an observant driving instructor. Yeah. Um, you could on. say <laughs> he me. wasn't doing his job too well that day. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Anyways, hey, I passed. He passed her. <laughs> That's all that matters. Yeah. She put work into and she, she got the license amazing accomplishment uh what what car were you driving i i drive a honda fit it's a little blue honda fit it's a blueberry uh that's what my family has nicknamed it my brother has the same car in red and so we have the blueberry and the, the raspberry basically <laughs> all right quick quick uh quick question have you ever seen the yes. tv show psych I have not, but I've heard they have a car on there that's blue. <laughs> they, they have the blueberry on that car. That's that's sick. Sorry for the interruption. <laughs> no, all is good. I, so, uh, when when you're older, do you want to get a special car, or you want to what what what's your dream car essentially? Dream car. I know. I have to say that like I have my dream car. I know that's so cheesy, but it's it's small. It's compact. I I want to be able to drive those forever. I know that's probably um, not the case. I'm not exactly the most uh, car savvy person, so I'm, I don't know. I I'm just surprised love those cars. you're not. <laughs> I, I obviously you know in my first truck, you know, it's got the memories and everything that you've done in in that type of car, you know, and it's just a piece of you. I, I um. What's pretty cool lately, the innovation of the Tesla cars, how they self-drive themselves. So I was wondering if you would, you know, want to own one of those type of cars in the future to make. I mean, I guess if I. Et cetera. Oh. Yeah, I mean, if I ever got enough uh, money, I think that would be amazing <laughs> to drive a Tesla. I do think that feature is really cool. And even just to have like it as a safety mechanism um, and a backup like I was saying earlier, I think it would be cool, but that's definitely uh, pretty far out there for sure. <laughs> but who doesn't want to own a Tesla? <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Oh, I, um, you you put your mind to it, and you'll you'll definitely get it. So. Oh yeah, anything well, is possible. What do you want to do in the future in life? Yeah, so I kind of talked about it at the beginning with uh, occupational therapy. So my absolute dream goal is to be an occupational therapist in the school system. I want to be able to work with uh, kids and just help them in their school environment and adapting that. However, I'm so far away from even my master's program. Uh, I don't start that for another year and a half, which is wild to think about, but it is. So wherever the road takes me with OT, I will be happy, but my dream would be in the education system. And then on top of that, I want to be able to um, put on disability awareness at the schools that I work in. I've been speaking at school since I was around the age of 10 and just sharing my experiences and um, sharing about different disabilities and how that we're all different and all unique. And I want to be able to continue that work into the school that I hopefully one day work in. And then I think it would just be really cool to uh, continue to work with other um, kids or adults who have amputees and continue with the disability advocacy side. I want to be able to write a children's book one day and hopefully maybe like dream is to design products for amputees and um, different things that could be useful that I have found along the way. <laughs> so yeah, a lot of things related to me having one arm, but once again, it's kind of one of those things that I wouldn't be in the career or um, wouldn't be doing what I uh, want to be doing if it wasn't for me having one arm. And I'm, I'm so grateful for that, which I know that might be cheesy to say, but it, it really is. No, it, it, it makes complete sense. And it, it gives you a direction to uh, help others that, you know, might not be as gracious as you or, you know, in that situation. And it's pretty awesome. And like I in the future want to do the same thing. Maybe, you know, you know, in different routes, but along the same lines, of course, it's so awesome. And so, you know, along those lines, you're talking about all the positives so, you know, what what are the most difficult things that you've overcome since, you know, you're little? Because we talked about some of them, but, like, you know, what do you think was, like, one maybe the two hardest things to get adjusted to, you know, going through it? Yeah, for sure. Oh, this question always trips me up because I, I think of little things here or there. But it really, it really is the little things that were um, frustrating and heartbreaking growing up. And for me, I know you're, you're guys, but my hair and figuring out how to put my hair into a ponytail and figure out figuring out how to then ultimately like braid my hair was something that was huge in my life and I didn't figure out how to even put my hair into a simple ponytail until I was in uh, eighth grade so around 13 years old 
and they're so I'm missing my full arm um, and basically in the limb different community that's really rare to be missing your full limb a lot of people have part of a limb so uh, here's 13 year old me I'm constantly looking up YouTube videos I'm constantly trying to see resources of how you put your hair in a ponytail however there's there's no one that's like me and I, I remember being so frustrated sometimes I would sit in my room for hours after I finished my homework and I would try different um, hairstyles I would flip my hair over I would use my bed I I tried so many different things to be able to put my hair in a ponytail and I, I would get frustrated, but I think the thing was is I, I never gave up and I knew that frustration was okay. And I, I continued to work and I continued to be creative in my own way of how I put my hair up. And, and eventually one day I figured it out. I, like t I basically take a hair tie and I wrap it twice around my hand with my mouth. And then I hold my hair on one side of my body and then be able to take the hair tie and put it onto my hair. I'm explaining this really bad, but there's a YouTube video if anyone wants to check it out um, with my name. And I, I figured out a way to do it with just using my um, neck and my shoulder and my hand. And then later I was able to figure out how to put it into a high ponytail. And it, it took a lot of time, <laughs> but that, that's probably the biggest thing in my life um, that, was, that was pretty difficult. I would, uh, for, to elaborate on another uh, thing, it probably would have to be my freshman year. I ended up, uh, freshman year of college, I ended up injuring myself and my, I didn't realize how weak the left side of my body was because there is no arm. And I ended up going through almost a year and a half of physical therapy and seeing several doctors to be able to build up strength on the left side because I, I literally had none and I continued to sprain my sacrum, which is the lower part of my so, uh, uh, spine. And I was in pain every single day, but I was able to use the gym and use exercises and use different activities um, to be able to strength up, strengthen the left side of my body. Even though I was a really good swimmer in high school, moving into college, it was, it was just an interesting experience going through an injury. And finally now, um, using going to the gym every day and building up my strength has, has been something that was really cool and a really awesome change. Yeah, <laughs> most definitely. Wow. Uh um, like you said, you know, Connor and I, we're pretty simple, you know, so hair is not the, the most difficult to... No, I spend about make 30 seconds on my hair every morning, <laughs> at most. Yeah, we spend a minute. <laughs> back, yeah. back to you wanting to become an occupational therapist and helping mm -hmm. others. You know, the most selfish thing you can do is help others. It is like the drug to make you a better person is helping others. Seeing the good in other things will just help you strive even whatever uh, difficulties you're overcoming whether that's doing your hair or not having enough muscle in the in the region to make your body stronger I went through something very similar and I was a patient for roughly in physical therapy for roughly 18 months it's it was a long time a long process and I could only understand what process you went through yeah for sure <laughs> It's it's really cool the way that our bodies can build up strength in that way. But and, yeah, I mean, I think our challenges make us who we are for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. And um, did I hear you catch in there? You said there was a YouTube video out there. Do you have a YouTube that people can look you up and check out for themselves how awesome you are? Yeah, it's Madeline Hubs is my YouTube channel. Um, if basically if you Google or any um, want how to do this with one arm, uh, how to braid your hair with one arm, how to tie your shoe with one arm, my videos will pop up. But basically, it's it's just Madeline Hubs. If you want to uh, search it up, <laughs> there's some uh, pretty cringy videos from back in the day, but there are some pretty interesting ones from uh, braiding hair to cutting paper to tying shoes, like I said. <laughs> and uh, do you want to spell that for them just in case people are having trouble trying to find it? Yes, Madeline, so M-A-D-E-L-Y-N, and then Hubs, H-U-B-B-S. <laughs> okay, so, you know, back, sorry about that distraction, but now, okay, <laughs> oh, so, so you talked earlier about swimming, and, you know, like, going to school, swimming for school. Now, do you like to watch any sports, you know, do you have any, and besides sports, do you have any other hobbies that you enjoy doing, besides just that? I have to say, I don't watch too much sports <laughs> I'm not I'm not um, that to it when my brother played my brother played for he's two years younger than me I really enjoyed watching him play uh, water polo and we also played on the same team 
And so I think water polo is a really interesting sport. I don't really follow any teams, but it's just a fun, it's a fun uh, to watch. And I'm from St. Louis, so I, I have to shout out like the Blues and the Cardinals. If it's on, I'll, <laughs> I'll uh, pay attention and watch both hockey and uh, baseball. However, outside of that, uh, hobbies, I love to play the ukulele. I actually play with my uh, feet and my hands. Uh, my hands, my hand, <laughs> I play with my feet and my hand, and that was a learning process as well, and I also um, love to knit, so that's, uh, I've knitted a blanket over, uh, like, quarantine. I know, I remember <laughs> one time we were playing Clash, and you're like, hold on, I gotta put the knitting stuff down, and I was like, what do you mean you gotta put the knitting stuff down? That was, I, I remember that, that was funny, that was a while back. I was like, I was like, wait, did you say knitting? And she was like, yeah, which then I thought that was pretty cool. And then, but that was before you said you had, you didn't have, you didn't tell us yet that you only had one arm. And, and I was like, and then when you said that, I was like, holy cow, that must be like insanely difficult, but awesome at the same time. Yeah, I use a loom knit, which is actually really accessible. But yeah, I I have to say that there's like a setup. I have my iPad and then my knitting stuff, <laughs> like my laptop. But I make it work, and I use my knees and my my other body parts to basically act like another arm, essentially, to help with all those activities. <laughs> Seems like you're flexible, yeah. huh? Yes, very. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Congrats, I. Not yeah, me. I, no, no, definitely not me. It's rough. <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah um it's pretty cool that you like to watch your brother play and i grew up watching my brother play and i played sports as well you know and it's just it's cool to spend time with your relatives and watch sports and play sports and do other hobbies and you said you play the ukulele with your knee your feet or your knees Wait. My feet, yes. I think we should get a YouTube wow. video on that. A, a ukulele video with her playing with her feet. That sounds insanely awesome. Yeah, there there is a video out there. It was right when I uh, like started playing. Um, so it's not exactly the best. But basically, I make the chords with my feet. Um, I, I like put the ukulele between my legs and then I'm able to play like with make the chords with my feet and then strum with my hands. So I basically play it upside down in an aspect. Um, but it's a lot of fun. That was a good like learning challenge uh, for me, and I just love music. And I was in choir in uh, in high school, and I wanted to carry something musically into college. So I was I was like, I'm gonna play the ukulele. I'm gonna figure this out, and I I did, and I I love it now. <laughs> okay, so I don't know if you've ever been asked this, but I have a question, and I think, or my question is, would you consider America's Got Talent? <laughs> I, I've had one to two people say that. I don't I don't think I'm that good. Uh, I think it would be cool <laughs> to like possibly go on, but once again I'm not I'm just basic average um, I can play. But I think it's a cool opportunity, but I think there's so many more people that are a lot more talented than I am. <laughs> Understandable. But I think it would still be cool and you would get more of like, you know, people the that you would meet a lot of people doing it online, you know, and then they would see it and people that are similar to you and i mean that's that's pretty dope it was just an idea you know i didn't want to i didn't want to maybe you were like no i i can't do that or i don't like that but no i definitely think that would be that would be pretty cool and julian what do you think about that oh did did he uh lose connection here julian oh no he better not have he no i'm still here I'm oh, still okay here. okay okay uh, <laughs> <laughs> um i just Whatever you want to do, I just do it. You know, you don't try and shoot yourself um, under the bus saying you don't have enough talent to do something. You never know where it can get you. That's what I suggest. And you, you like doing it, and you can meet other people, change other lives. You never know. Yeah, that, yeah, that is true. <laughs> I would have to say, America's Got Talent is my family's uh, favorite TV show. It's our uh, past, but yeah, thank you, though. <laughs> Hey, you gotta get on there before Simon Cowell retires. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. So he can, uh, uh, he's something. That show is is quite, quite a show for sure. <laughs> no, it's 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 pretty sweet. It's pretty sweet. I mean, that would just be pretty cool because uh, I don't think I've ever known anybody on AGT, but I've watched it for like the last ten, twelve years, and there's been some pretty awesome acts, and I, I some of the people are crazy. I don't know. If you remember this guy, but my favorite act was the regurgitator. Uh, oh yes. <laughs> I, he would like swallow something, 
swallow a few things, swirl it around in his stomach, and then spit it back up. I don't remember if you remember that guy. And he made it to the like the top five, and he lost. I was, I was so disappointed. Oh, see, my family, any like danger act like that, we're we're like no go. So I think we even like skipped past it a few times, which I know is bad. But that's like, props to him though. <laughs> yeah, that's like uh, my mom. She doesn't she doesn't have a fond of like the scary stuff. She'll leave the room and then come back in for the next act, like the singing or the dancing or you know stuff like that. <laughs> And, uh, uh, yes. and, um, uh, that's just, it's pretty crazy. Stuff like that. So I'll let, uh, Julian go ahead with the next question now. What, what are your goals in life? What, what do you want to achieve besides your, your dream job and stuff like that? Yeah. Oh goodness. Uh, <laughs> that's a good question. I mean, like definitely, um, I want to be able to hopefully travel. I know that travel occupational therapy is a, a pretty, a pretty common experience. And so I think that would be a really cool opportunity just to, to be able to see the world and be able to connect with once again, more of those who are limb different. And, um, I obviously want to get married one day, <laughs> have a family, be able to settle down and, yeah, I mean, I think goals, I, I mentioned that weightlifting and things like that, and right now I'm really into it, so obviously I want to keep uh, becoming stronger in that aspect, and I just surpassed a goal of deadlifting um, 120 pounds, so hopefully I can continue to uh, deadlift more and um, just become stronger in that aspect, but mostly I think a lot of my goals are career-driven at the moment, and just be able to finish out college on a high standing, I, my grades are really important, and keep those up, and just hard work overall <laughs> get him big get him big <laughs> yes putting in the work uh, hitting the gym yeah. it's the healthiest thing you can do keep you know keep uh, keep at it staying fit yes exactly. for sure especially in this pandemic health it, is mm-hmm. a big thing what's your favorite kind of day i i had a friend and i we used to work out all the time and i can tell you my least favorite day was i don't know let, guess what do you think my least favorite day was probably one day oh leg day oh yeah leg day worst day <laughs> absolutely terrible i remember you know what's funny is that's that's my favorite type of day my <laughs> it is my favorite type of day either or two yeah we, i would do uh like squats like 200 pound squats and and we would be like struggling to walk out and we would do it at my friend's gym and uh and he would um he would all I, I would only have to drive him back to his house, which was like a minute away. But then I'd have a 15-minute drive home where I could barely feel my legs. And and it's like the next two to three days, you're struggling to walk up the stairs at uh, school or whatever. But, but yeah. So uh, Maybe that's why, for me, I struggle doing squats because of what I overcame in my life. And I do other leg exercises, but I was... A soccer player for years. I, that's all I did was play soccer. Soccer, soccer, soccer. So you bet my calves were, you know, rocked this world. And when it came to my biceps and my triceps, they were like, wah, 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 wah. But when it came to the gym, you know, I just wasn't a fan of the gym, me personally. So I did boxing, I did soccer, I did football, I did basketball. I was just a sport maniac over the, the iron cladness in a gym. I just find it boring sometimes yeah music friends maddie when you go to the gym do you have uh, friends go with you to help you or you do it all by yourself i i'm a i'm a lone a lone body in the gym <laughs> most times i uh i'm an early workout person so like i'm a 5 a.m 6 a.m and my friends are not that <laughs> um but yeah i mostly <laughs> go to the gym alone and i try to figure it out uh i i'm uh i listen to uh, podcasts or watch movies while I, I like do cardio just to keep it a little bit more entertaining or TV shows. That's how I keep myself entertained. But yeah, I'm alone. I'm a lone gym person. I know. Uh, <laughs> I, I told you to watch uh, a few shows and I, I think you watched a few of them. I think you watched uh, Outer Banks and um, uh, Virgin River. Fantastic shows. They were really good. I did watch them while we worked out as well, so I yeah. enjoyed all of them. Yep, gave her gave her something to do. And uh, and uh, what uh, music genre is your is your favorite? Oh, I am all over the place music wise. I a lot of pop music. Uh, I like a AJR. Um, I'm also a musical person. I know that's, that's probably really cheesy, but I I love listening to like Dear Evan Hansen and Hamilton while I work out as well. So. 
yeah, I'm, I'm all over the place. I'm down for anything. <laughs> what type of music do you cool. guys listen to? <laughs> I listen to classic rock and country. Lately, it's been a lot of country, but I've also been in the classic rock. Uh, ACDC, Billy Joel, Bon Jovi, and then for the countryside, I like Luke Bryan, Jason Aldean, and just sprinkled songs with throughout the artist. One of my favorites is Dustin Lynch lately. He's pretty good. I'm uh, I'm I gotta say it. I like a rock music, and I love myself some country music. And <laughs> and uh, particularly lately, you know, I've been listening to everything. And uh, Morgan Wallen just dropped the new album. Luke Bryan's coming out with a new album. Classic rock. I enjoyed it in like the the '80s and the the '70s. Like awesome music like that. I've been um. Oh my god, I've been loving uh, Motley Crue lately and all different kinds of music, but you know, I'm I'm a music person kind of like when I wake up, when I shower, when I went, go for a walk. I, I do like the podcasts. I mean, it's crazy. I, I you can get so much out of music and and I just I really enjoy music. I've always have and you know, I'm a horrible singer. It sucks. <laughs> Wish I could sing. Wish I could dance. I don't do any of that. I know I know I do it in my own time when people aren't watching but you know it's fun to do it's fun to do casper's watching don't worry casper's watching yeah somebody don't, they don't say his eyes out somebody's always watching right somebody's always watching <laughs> all right so maddie i got another yes. question all right so uh do you when like have you vacationed a lot and like where is your favorite place that you've been yet oh that's a great question my, my family, we do like to travel a lot, and oh, I have to go with the Grand Canyon. It was literally beautiful, and it actually snowed the day that we went, so, like, the clouds, we were, like, at the level where the clouds are, and then there was a rainbow that happened over the Grand Canyon, and it literally just looks like a picture, so if anyone is in the U.S. and wants to go to the Grand Canyon, I 10 out of 10 recommend. It was literally amazing, but I have to say, my grandma lives in Florida, so... I am, I am a fan of Florida. <laughs> the beach is amazing. But I also really like Colorado and the mountains. So just lots of great places. And Boston and New York were actually pretty cool too. But Grand Canyon's the best. <laughs> All right. So I got I got two Grand Canyon stories actually. So I like the Grand Canyon. Love it actually. So the first one, we when we were there, I mean, this, this guy. So there was a local there. We went and we were... You know, we went, we were actually there for my aunt's wedding, and we were out, and we took a drive from Las Vegas to the Grand Canyon, and we were out there taking pictures, and there was this dude, I swear to God, he was crazy. He walked right up to the edge and, like, put half of his feet over the side of the edge and looked down, like, like, oh. <laughs> and, and then he would sit on the ledge and just, like, sway and like he was just taking pictures like standing on one foot i mean this guy was whack and okay so that was the first part and i mean i i don't know the, it, it was a little it was a little stressful and then um when we were in the grand canyon it was it was may we were there for uh cinco de mayo and my aunts and uncle are star wars fans so it was like may may 4th so like may the 4th be with you right for star wars for their <laughs> wedding and well when we were in the Grand Canyon, we were, we were there, and I say it was about 70, 75 degrees, and we were out there taking pictures, and in the background, the rain, you could see, like, gray, dark clouds coming in, probably from miles away, but all of a sudden, it changed from about 72 degrees, and we were in, it was May in Vegas, it was like 100 degrees, we were in shorts, we were in t-shirts, it went from about 72 to about 30 like flat in under like 15 minutes and like the storm came in and we just got up and we left it like stormed it was it was freezing it was crazy but no the grand canyon was awesome and we did the hoover dam in that trip and that was that was pretty awesome and uh you said your uh grandparents are in florida right and what what beaches have you been to like you like the west coast the east coast Oh, goodness. So my grandma, it's just my grandma, but she lives in Ormond Beach area. And so we like uh, Daytona Beach. I probably have to say that that one's probably oh, cool. my best. Just there's some good waves for uh, boogie boarding. Me and my brother Surfing. love to do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, Miami's pretty good too. But I have to say, probably the um, Daytona side is our favorite. <laughs> Definitely more surfing waves up there. Ron John Beach is our uh, surf shop. My bad, it's from Cocoa Beach, <laughs> Florida. So it's it's like literally 30 minutes from Ormond, Daytona. It's pretty mm-hmm. cool, nice area over there. How often do you visit it your is. grandma? Oh, goodness. We usually try to go once a year, but, you know, COVID uh, changed that up a little bit <laughs> this past year. Ah. My, uh, yeah. COVID's so, been a real uh, rude, real rude <laughs> to a lot of people lately. Real freaking rude. <laughs> hey, COVID, if yeah. you're listening, really upset with you right now, guy. Really Cut upset with you. <laughs> all right. All right. Go ahead. Maddie, sorry. Go ahead. I just was really upset at COVID. Oh, goodness. I was just saying that we normally go, um, like, what, what, we try to go once a year, sometimes more than that, but typically once a year. But yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, um, and you said you went to New York. I have family in New York. Which part of New York did you uh, visit? Oh, we went, uh, we went to the city, city part. We did that, I guess, two summers Manhattan. ago. So yeah, we did like all the, the touristy so things, Central I guess Park you could say. Everything. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was it was really cool actually. Like the Statue of Liberty, and it's it, it, you see pictures of it, but you never actually like go there. And the amount or, of people I think that are there. Seen pictures. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah, it's definitely the city that never sleeps. There's no point That's in needing sure. a car over there. You just take a subway or a taxi or walk. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, so, it's like I don't know. It's cool. <laughs> Eighty dollars to park your car in New York. Who pays eighty dollars to park your car? In a little rich restaurant. People. Rich people, I guess. <laughs> I wish. Yeah. Yeah, you, you'll see the Bentleys parked on the side of the road. <laughs> yeah, we, we went to New York in, um, I think it was 2018 for Christmas. And let me tell you, the first night we got there was beautiful. We were walking around with my friend in Central Park. We were, we were there the second day. It was about, like, 25 degrees. But the problem wasn't the cold. It was the wind. I was crying, literally walking down the street. It was so windy. And you know, like in New York, like how the buildings are all lined up and you were walking and the wind is just ripping, you know, and it was, it was so bad. We had ski, we had like those ski masks on. So the only thing you could see on like my whole family was our eyes and like, that's it. Everything else was like like fully covered. Yeah. Well, no, there's the, the fire dude got out of his truck. It was like 10 p.m. at night, like 15 degrees, short in a T-shirt. He And he's like, yeah, it's a nice warm day here in New York. And we're all like, what in the hell is wrong with this guy? Like, you know, just locals. No, there's nothing wrong with him. He's no. used to it. He's, he, he's, he's like, he's, it. he's saying, what's wrong with these people? These yeah, guys exactly. must be from he Florida. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And um, I, I'll tell you the one story when I went to New York went to new york to visit family and it was cold we it was like 20 30 degrees for a week straight and it didn't snow and i wanted to see snow for the first time never saw snow the day we leave we were on the plane and it snowed like roughly two hours later and i was like come on man but at that time it would have been just like flurries and not thick snow yet for for like when you wake up and you want to build a snowman or stuff like that yeah wow so cool i guess i could say uh share my new york story uh so it was we did a lot of walking i think we walked like upwards of 50 miles and we were only there for like four or five days maximum we walked so much but basically i think uh, one night my brother like he really wanted to go to this one i guess shoe store maybe or yeah i think it was a shoe store so we walked like five miles out of our way to go to the shoe store and then we made it back to our hotel. And then the next night, I really wanted, I'm a, I'm a pen. I love pens and dictionary and writing things. There was this one like pen shop and I really wanted to go to it. Turns out we walked like the five miles again to go to this pen store. And it was right next to the shoe store that we were at, but we didn't realize it. So basically my brother and I like drove, drug our family around uh, New York, just uh, basically to the same spot. And we just did a lot of walking. Hey, <laughs> exercise. <laughs> Ex- plenty of exercise yes. in that trip and uh for sure oh my gosh and going back to julian snow we went to uh last christmas we went to maine and all- we really wanted to see it like snow so we could snowmobile and 
tube, and it didn't snow. And it was Christmas in May. It was freezing. But, the like, it snowed, like, three days before we got there. And there was a snowstorm coming in the day we were leaving. So we just missed it. And it was it was so upsetting. And I they got, like, a foot of snow right after we left. And I, I know um, it's pretty much freezing and snowing everywhere right now out west and up north. And, and Maddie, you were saying you, you guys got it recently. And, yeah. <laughs> and, and it's just been... It's been coming. It's been a nice cold winter, and um, uh, it's it's gonna continue like that probably for another month or two. And in Florida, it's already turned into summer. We had we had like eighty five here the other day. Like, oh my god! And wow, ha- have you ever skied or like snowmobiled or something? Uh, I went skiing in middle school. Our like middle school used to take a trip out to like a little ski range. It's nothing big. It's Missouri. There's <laughs> nothing like grand skiing wise but yes I have been I'm, I'm not the best at it my brother and my dad are uh, actually really into it and they took a trip out to Colorado a few years ago to go skiing as well so yeah <laughs> I have not but it is like six degrees here and there is snow on the ground so <laughs> it's six there right now uh if, or at least it feels like it it's, it was like 11 when I was driving it's it's freezing <laughs> I think it's supposed to be like in the negatives tomorrow oof oh my lord wild, but yeah <laughs> now, now uh earlier you mentioned um that uh you you watch the blues if it's on have you ever been to a blues game I have yes I've only been to I believe two two but I have my uh my friends are all sports well not all but I have a few friends who are sports business management majors so they're really into sports and uh, they they took us to the Blues game. Uh, my friends from college, so it was it was good. <laughs> that's pretty dope. They are fun. That's pretty mm-hmm. that's pretty sick. And I know the Blues got a championship two years ago. Long time coming for them. Yeah, they're a good team. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah, the uh, Stanley Cup parade was cool. We all went down there. <laughs> oh awesome. yeah. Yeah, it was sure. it was cool. Kind of a little city, to be honest. It's not the biggest city that people are used to, like Miami and. Orlando and New York, Texas, uh, Houston, Texas, Dallas. These are huge cities. St. Louis is not that big of a city, is it? Yeah, I mean it's it's pretty big, but not not like Chicago or uh, <laughs> or uh, New York big. But yeah, for sure, it's it was cool. Now, uh, Maddie, so weird, like random question, but in when you guys, but before the Ra- the Rams moved, obviously from St. Louis to Cali, but are most people in the area still Rams fans or is everybody now like we're Chiefs fans because we got, you know, the dynasty coming up? Like how is it working over there? Oh goodness. I I don't I feel like it lingered for a bit. Like people were Rams fans, but I think people were also just really uh mad and angry and I think we've more uh, migrated to Chiefs because technically the Chiefs even though it's Kansas City, they are in Missouri. So Yep. yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, yes. they're quite weird. <laughs> Yep, mm-hmm. and so are the Royals, <laughs> aren't they? Yes, yeah. It's it's they're like right next to each other, uh, stadium wise. So yeah. I don't understand. <laughs> what genius thought of that? Let's name it Kansas City, but in Missouri. <laughs> yeah, well, there's I, I there's a Kansas City Kansas. There's a Kansas City Kansas, and there's a Kansas. No, City, there Missouri. is, but the, the yeah. sports teams are not in that those cities. They're in the Missouri state. Yeah. <laughs> I just. Mm. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> Isn't that uh, kind of like the New York Jets, and they're in New Jersey? And I think the Islanders true. are... That's are a the, valid point. Yeah. No, the, the Islanders are in New York. No, but they're getting a stadium built in New Jersey, oh, I'm are. pretty sure. Yeah. Oh. I'm pretty sure they are. I, I'm not 100%. Oh, yeah. Somebody can fact check me out there and come I tell mean, me... When they're... it comes to New York and, and New Jersey, there's just... It's so populated and overdeveloped over there. All they're doing is tossing skyscraper on skyscraper on skyscraper there's like no land over there no real estate so maybe that's why they're in new jersey because there is actually a little bit of real estate and i think it's like a 30 minute drive a 20 minute drive from new york to the stadium so but you know back to your your statement yeah why are they in new jersey if they're called new york teams no clue and i mean i really don't know and and uh maddie just a few more questions before we wrap this up this has been pretty awesome um well first do you want to talk to the people tell them anything extra that we didn't cover anything you know that you might just want to say that you had on your mind 
Oh, goodness. Well, I don't know if I um, completely covered, like I said I had one arm, but I was born without my left arm. I know a lot of people uh, often ask, like, oh, did you lose it in a shark attack? No, I don't have a cool story. <laughs> but I was I was just born without it, so if that if anyone had any questions like that. But I don't know, I guess I just wanted to say, like, I, I know that people often ask me when I speak to schools or events and things like that, like, do I wish I had two arms or if I could change my life would... Would I change my life? And my answer is, is always I know, and I, I think I touched on that in several elements, that I've just had amazing opportunities because I have a limb difference, and I've gotten to meet so many amazing people who are like me or have other disabilities, and I think it's, it, it's a, a term in the disability community where people often pity us and they feel sorry for us, and I know that the number one answer um, that I get from people when I say that I have one arm is oh I'm sorry and and I want to I want to tell them like no I, I'm not sorry like I live an amazing life and only if you could uh, walk uh, two steps in my shoes you could see how uh, pretty cool it is um, to be different and I think that just goes along the line that embracing differences and that everyone's different and everyone's unique and I know that I was kind of a preachy there for a second but yeah perfectly just, well said awesome. oh my god no that was beautifully said because <laughs> I, yeah. I can only imagine that, you know, you just told somebody, all right, so, you know, wake up and for a week you have to live with one arm. I guarantee you 50% of people would give up after like the first four hours. Like they would not be able to handle it. Like that's, just, it's just so impressive, you know, like. Oh, it, it took, it took Madeline years to overcome that and get used to doing certain things. Oh yeah. It, it was all a mental process. I'm sure that was the biggest overachievement for her the mental process over the physicalness of not being able to do certain things for sure for sure yeah i mean i struggled like everyone else and it was just mind over matter multiple times and uh several conversations with my parents like look you can do it you just got to put your mind to it and yeah i'm i'm grateful for that i'm glad that i haven't known any different yeah (laughs) awesome awesome with that being said are there any questions that you want to ask us Oh goodness! Fire away! <laughs> you, you you turned the tables have turned. Oh goodness! Uh, I'm trying to think. <laughs> You're catching me up. Uh, how about we come back? Maybe. Is there another question that you have? <laughs> sure. Oh, okay. Wait, no, you, wait, I, you, um... wait, wait, wait! I have one. I have one. You asked me what is my dream purchase, and I have no idea. So please share with me what your dream purchase is in life. <laughs> Ooh, that's a tough one. I would say my dream purchase, if it's a tangible item, would probably be a 36-foot yellowfin boat. That would be my dream purchase. But it's something that's not needed, so it's really just a waste of money. So I, my goal is to achieve, like, financial freedom and stuff like that to where I, I can live my own life on my own standards before I get anything valuable. That's a that's, that's a yeah. great point. Don't ask me that because I'm really not sure. To be honest, <laughs> I, I haven't thought oh, I haven't got that far. Also, another thing is I would like to own two houses. Yeah, I know people okay. own one houses, but I want to own two houses: one in Florida, on the water with my boat, and the other one for as of right now in North Carolina. I just love North Carolina. the The nature, the the people over there, everything, the cities. It's just unique and different compared to florida and the thing with like new york and pennsylvania and those states up there it's just so overpopulated and too cold but in north carolina (laughs) it's a good mix between all the seasons the the four seasons unlike over here where you see basically one year round so it's pretty cool but i definitely got to go and visit utah and nevada and all those states over there to see grand canyons uh, Lake Tahoe, the um, Yellowstone, and stuff like that. And uh, actually, I'll give my answer now because Joanne brought up a great point. <laughs> I, li- I like the I like the house having one in like Florida, and whether the other ones in uh, Montana or in actually like Lake Tahoe or even you know Southern Utah. I mean, that's incredible and outstanding. I'd I'd love to have that. You know, that's pretty cool. Any anything else you got for us, Madeline? Oh. I'm trying to, oh, hmm. I'm trying to think. 
uh, I don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. It'll probably come after the fact, after we finish talking. I'll be like, oh, I should have asked them this. But I know you guys have covered like your goals and things like that in your other podcasts, so I won't uh, bore them with another yeah, round. <laughs> if you want to, if you want to talk talk about something more in depth, by all means, just just fire away, like you said. Like you, yeah. we're not on a time limit here. Nobody controls <laughs> how long we do this for. Nobody says stop. It's over. So if people want to stop listening, no, it's, they it's can. Our yeah, it's ours. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah. Well, I guess you asked me like my top three accomplishments. What What are like something, either one thing or three things that you guys are really proud of? All right. <laughs> so. Hmm. All right. I'm proud. Let's see. Let's see. Honestly, I got my first major accomplishment was probably an A in organic chemistry. I will say that took. Oh my god, I don't even want to explain what that took. That was insane. Thank you. Uh, you know, uh, for, and first of all, that was amazing. UCF, thank you. Awesome. Appreciate it. And the second thing, <laughs> probably learning how to completely play tennis at, in like the middle of high school and be able to play on a great team with a lot of great friends. Um, you know, graduate from high school, playing tennis, moving to college. Um, and the third one... Oh man, oh, honestly, I, I'm trying to think. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh, I, I don't know. I'll let Julian answer. Actually, uh, my third one is uh, I'm I've uh, like Julian was talking about earlier. We have uh, overcome some difficulties, and I think my biggest is uh, number one has been getting through uh, eosinophilic esophagitis. I don't know if people know what that is out there, but it's it's autoimmune disease of my esophagus pretty much sums it up and i had a hard point for a while but i'm back i'm better than ever and that was probably my hardest accomplishment and up in the next couple podcasts joy and i will be going into detail about our hardships and you know if anybody wants to come on and talk about theirs they're more than welcome to do that as well but i'll let julian go now and those were my top three honestly for me i've lived a life of adversity i've had 11 surgeries so and i'm sure there's actually a couple more that's still on the way if i choose to um get more surgeries like i said i was a patient for for a while in rehab and through through mental toughness and everything it's a lot to explain so i don't know if i want to really get through it but the the biggest surgery of them all was i had a leg lengthening and that was really it's such mental grit and I had to overcome a lot of things. I missed a lot of school. I, it was just a lot. And, um, hopefully like what you have done, you spoke to other people throughout your life with your adversity that you have and similar people have the same type of thing. And hopefully I would be able to do the same thing with others. And that's definitely one of my goals. Other than that, I haven't really accomplished a tremendous amount of things besides like the basic stuff you know, doing sports that I passionately love and having good friends and just hanging around with family and, you know, the the basic nitty-gritty stuff. So doing service hours and just trying to help give back to to the people. But um, I'm hoping with my goals down the road, I'll be able to accomplish more than just my goals and be able to assist more people and help others live a better life as well. That's awesome. You guys are very uh, grateful, and I think that's going to take you really far. So that's really cool. Look at Maddie killing it with the questions. She went from <laughs> guest to host. Didn't even expect it. Any uh, <laughs> any further last-minute questions before we wrap it up? Oh, I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> Unless you guys have some for me. Julian, any um, any final questions for Maddie? No, no, I actually do not. I think we covered a lot, and... Hopefully we can have her on another podcast in the future. She was a tremendous guest. Oh yeah, I I think we'll have her back, maybe for our twenty fifth or something. You know, cool after we get it going, <laughs> yeah. she'll come back on. Maybe we'll have her host with us one day. We'll bring somebody else on, and maybe one of her friends or something. You know, we'll find we'll figure it out in the future. We have a lot of fun stuff planned for everybody, and we really appreciate if everybody who listened this far, and we're just getting this going, and you know, we plan to do this bi-weekly or not bi-weekly i'm an idiot that would mean every other week we're trying to do like two a week 
one for sure two if we have time if we get a great topic but definitely we want people to apply because look maddie came on or madeline i'm sorry we had a great conversation we want people to come on tell us about their lives whether you know they have something awesome that they've experienced whether they have you know the craziest story something you know get out there and this podcast will be growing we just got it on i think spotify and a few other a few other systems and i know madeline tested our last one out and she was able to load it so um any feedback we get is awesome and we just really appreciate everybody out there thank you madeline for coming on thank you Julian, as always for hosting and join go ahead and close this out there are no dreams just hard work and dedication thank you madeline Thank you, guys.